Here's the Mike Lavelle Rodeo Podcast. Some exciting news. I want to say a big congratulations, first and foremost, to all of our Alberta Junior High School Provincial winners as they have now either qualified to make their way down to South Dakota where they'll have the National Junior High School Finals or, of course, the kids that are going to Silver State down in Nevada. So congratulations to all the junior high school kids, first and foremost, as that's the future of our sport, of course. Not a whole bunch going on in the rodeo arena this past weekend on the CPRA side of things, but I brought in a couple of pretty cool interviews. I get to talk to Brett Gardner, yeah. Canadian Finals and Calgary Stampede announcer, along with, I got to catch up with our new general manager. Well, it's the second go-round, but we got to catch up a little bit with Jeff Robson. We're going to bring you some results from the PRCA and maybe by the top 10 in each one of our Canadian standings. So it's going to be a pretty exciting, and, you know, we get to hear some different views on what's going on. And, of course, it's night number one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we'll see how the predictions go with that. Well, let's start you out with our PRCA results. And first and foremost, they're brought to us by our good friends at Rangeview. Rangeview Oil Field Sales, they provide the best possible products with the best possible prices. Their skilled and qualified staff are focused on reliability, availability, and delivering the best cost service charges. It's their passion and pride to meet your needs, period rangeview.ca well we're going to start it out at the beef empire days prca rodeo in garden city kansas where in the bareback riding oren larson he was 82 and a half give him a little more than 1100 dollars and then a three-way split is going to happen in the team roping between andrew and reagan ward along with tyler wade and trey yates and Barhead Alberta's Colton Schmidt and Cole Davidson, they're all at 4'8". Give them 1955 to the good. So that all happened in Kansas. We take you to Oklahoma and Claremore, Oklahoma, and the world-famous Will Rogers Stampede. I believe about three years in a row now, the small rodeo of the year in the PRCA for for them. So congratulations there. And we have a split in the saddle bronc riding, a five or three-way tie for fifth place between Roper Keisner along with Wyatt Casper and Manitoba's Tyrell Larson. They're, they're all in at 80 points. We take you then to Cooley City, Washington, where I don't know if it was the Canadian bareback riders that just invaded, but this is how it went down. Spur Lacoste, 79 points on flying five rodeos, J4. He was number one. Gavin DeRose finishes in second, Pascal Isabel in fifth, and Denny Phipps in sixth, so a pretty strong showing there in the bareback riding with Nanton's Clay Elliott picking up a fifth-place check in the saddle bronc riding. That was good for $283 into his NFR bank account. So pretty exciting as the Cowboys maybe not doing so much up on this side of the border, but a little more down south, of course, a congratulations to everyone out at the Milan Ranch who put on the Hoover Hayes Memorial Bulldog, and I know they had a bunch of fun out there. So you know what? They're all getting ready for this weekend. With four stops on the CPRA schedule, we're going to go to Grand Prairie. Les McIntyre will have the call of everything up there for you. Leduc, where my pal Dustin Edwards will be. Wildwood, Alberta, where I think it's Doug Young. And, of course, I'm in Hand Hills, so... You know, if you get the chance, pop out to Hand Hills because they do have the best pie anywhere. A bit of an off week in the CPRA, but not for this guy, Brett Gardner, joining us and uh, 
Heck, you've been traveling all over the country with the PBR Monster Energy Tour. Uh, that's got to be a bunch of fun. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been uh, been a pretty cool experience to go back east um, in 2018. I had a chance. Uh, I was having flashbacks. I just got home from Halifax uh, yesterday, and that was the first uh, what I would consider a big PBR for me. I think I went 2011 or 2012 to Halifax when it was the Canadian Cup Series, and to get back out there and to, to be hooked on that tour for the last four or five weeks has, has been a lot of fun. So it's been uh, pretty cool to see that part of Canada again. And there's been some really neat events. And uh, so it has. It's been a lot of fun. Well, and, I, you know, I, I'm going to bring it up just because, you know, you it's no hidden secret. You and I are both food guys. How is, <laughs> how is the food in the Maritimes? Oh, it's great. And, like, that was one of the things that I was looking forward to. I'm always scared to say it, you know, but that's one of the uh, – one of the main reasons I guess I go out there, of course, the events are great to be a part of that tour is wonderful, but uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say that food didn't play a part, hey? How bad does that sound? But uh, no, it was great. I um, I had a couple lobster meals uh, when I was out in Halifax, but, but I do have to say the week before uh, in Quebec City, it was the first time I'd ever been to Quebec City, and we stayed right outside the gates of old Quebec and I just loved the history, and I indulged. I mean, I couldn't get to enough <laughs> smoked meat and poutine. Is there any new stops for Brett Gardner on the CPRA schedule? Is there any place that someone's going to be able to catch up with you? You know, my schedule is pretty much the same in 2018 as it was last year. Um, and I'm pretty lucky. I feel pretty fortunate to go back to a lot of the same places I've been in the past, which I'm excited about, and uh, getting ready here after we finish up in Moncton, New Brunswick next weekend. I go back to Lee Park event that I've really come to enjoy um, kind of the first, second weekend of June each and every year. And uh, from there, I'll go to Wainwright, which is uh, the first stop on uh, the uh, Pro Rodeo Tour, which I'm looking forward to as well. That's always been a good one. I've been there for seven or eight years and get to go back. And then I kind of get into my, my run at Calgary with the PBR and into the Calgary Stampede and then to Teepee Creek and to K-Days and so on and so on. So uh, I'm pretty lucky. I'm, I'm pretty blessed to have the schedule I have and, and feel very fortunate to get to go back to a lot of the same events year in and year out. Well, and that's awesome. And I, uh, you know, I had a good conversation with our friend Bob Tallman uh, not so many weeks ago, and uh, he said, you know, it, it was kind of fun to see a fresh face at the Calgary Stampede. And he goes, <laughs> you know what? He goes, I just told him to grab onto a belt loop and hang on because it's going to be a ride. And it must have been a bunch of fun there your first yeah. time on stage. Yeah, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, I was lucky enough to have had the opportunity to work with Bob in the past at a couple other events. And then with Wayne, Wayne more than Bob, just with uh, working at the CFR together and uh, a few events like that one. So I felt good. And, of course, Dave Paulson as well, who has been just a mentor of mine since day one. I worked uh, with Dave Paulson the very first time in 2005, and he's had my back for years. So it was uh, it was a good feeling going in, kind of going into battle with uh, three men that um, are so talented, so wonderful, and I knew that they had my back. They weren't going to let me sink the ship, so um, <laughs> they were great and a great production team at Calgary, and it was a lot of fun. Um, got to go out there and and just kind of do my job, so it was it was a lot of fun and it was kind of surreal. And that first performance um, flew by pretty quick. You know, you're kind of two thirds of the way through before you reach up and kind of take that first deep breath so um but uh but certainly enjoyed it and and for me the first performance because we rotate around a little bit there the first performance um i was with bob in the announcer stand so you know you're shoulder to shoulder with arguably the greatest rodeo announcer of all time and the greatest there ever will be 
Um, and so it was pretty special when you stand and look around there and, and you're surrounded by some pretty special and important people in that industry. So, again, just really honored to be there and, and honored to get to go back there again this year. I Obviously, I sit in the media booth and we get to uh, sit there and have the laughs with you. But, uh, you know, I want to switch gears just a second. I don't want to put you on the spot, but you've been kind of there for a lot of the media presentations and things going on for the CFR and you know your your hometown not far from Red Deer mm-hmm. what's the buzz around Red Deer with the CFR this year from the things that you see this is I think this is going to be big yeah you know I couldn't agree with you anymore because I think it's going to be big as well and Central Alberta is so excited and I'm probably like you mentioned I live about 15 minutes away from the venue where they where they're going to hold the first Canadian Finals Rodeo. And um, a lot of people in this area know that I'm immersed in that and uh, part of professional rodeo. And so they often, you know, kind of ask me the questions or uh, look to me or they share their excitement with me. And that's probably what's happened the most. Everybody that lives in Central Alberta is so excited. And there's a lot of people, one of the things I think is so cool is there are a lot of people that say, I can't wait to go to the CFR. I've never been. I never went when it was in Edmonton, but it's coming to Red Deer i got to go. And so I think there's going to be a lot of first-time fans, too. We're going to have that dedicated fan base like we've had year after year. But then there's going to be this new group of fans that want to support it. It's coming to Central Alberta. The city of Red Deer is, is fired up. And so is the community which I live in in Sylvan Lake. Um, it's so close that everybody's excited. And it's a great scene. The energy is here. And I can I can proudly say that because my – uh, my wife and my family and I, we've been in the Central Alberta area and lived in Sylvan Lake for the last 11 years. So to feel that buzz, there hasn't really been anything come to this part of the world uh, where there's been that much excitement. So uh, it's pretty special, and, and I'm looking forward to it for sure, being, uh, you know, hoping to be a part of it in one capacity or another, whatever it is. I'm just excited that it's here and excited for the community and surrounding area. You talk to people and say, wow, you know, how yeah. much different is it going to be? And, you know, they ask me from the media side, and I say to them, you know, you're never going to replicate what they had in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. There was a foundation, and you and I sure. can both, you know, I can unequivocally say there was kind of a flow and a bit of an orchestra with what went on before the rodeo. You'd see everyone and things that sure. roll along, and you, you know, a little bit of predictability, but it was solid foundation. And Red Deer, I think it's uh, no holds barred. Let's just have some fun is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. And, and um, I was extremely excited to be a part of it in Edmonton because, um, of course, when I was a kid, that's the rodeo we went to. We look forward to that every year. So from my standpoint, uh, it's kind of selfish to say, you know, uh, I was so fortunate and so lucky to go and work five CFRs in Edmonton. Um, but then to see it change and to see, a, from not to say a new beginning, but just a chance for a fresh beginning for a different perspective, for different people to have their hands on it, um, I think is exciting. Change is good. We all know that. And, and change is coming. And it's coming for our sport. It has to. Our sport has to evolve. And our fan base continues to evolve. And we've got a chance uh, to do that in Red Deer. No, we, we do for sure. Well, I don't want to keep you too long tonight because <laughs> you and I are busy with our kids and watching our kids' stuff on a on a fairly nightly basis. But tonight is, uh, you know, it's that night where uh, we – we get to watch the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Pretty big night in the house, too. Uh, my son, yeah, big hockey guy. You know, he's uh, eight years old and, and a goalie and loves every minute of hockey. Does, so it's pretty does he wear his down. gloves and his goal mask when he's yeah. watching the game? 
Well, you know what? It's funny you say that. He got a new glove a couple weeks ago, so he's been working in the new glove, so it gets a lot of time, and he thinks he's Mark andre Fleury when he's in the pipes there. So, uh, well, that's he's rooting, you know he's rooting what? for Vegas. <laughs> That's that's not a bad thing. That's that's a pretty no. good person to uh, set your sights against. He's yeah, done for okay. sure, for sure. So yeah, big deal in our house. Game one tonight. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, pal, and we'll catch up down the road this year. You bet. Thank you, sir. I can't believe it. That's twice in one episode of this. I may have mentioned something to do with food, and that's more because I got to see what Brett was posting on his Instagram. And he, Yes, he was eating lobster. We're going to be eating pie this weekend. And overall, it's all a good day inside of the Gardner household because as I look, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, while well, they're winning game number one so far, we'll see how things go as I progress through the show. This interview brought to you by our good friends, and we couldn't do it without them, at Smith Built Hats. If your needs are farm or ranch or heading out for the night, they have the hat for you. Their quality and service is second to none, using the same tools and techniques that have been supplying hats to generations of families since 1919. Friends, I'm proud to wear a Smith Built, and so should you. SmithBuiltHats.com Well, uh... Sunny Monday night. I'm joined by Jeff Robson, and uh, it's the first night of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but I had to call and check in on some rodeo with you. Uh, our new, and once again, is this your second or third time being the general manager? Uh, just second. <laughs> just second. No, it's all good. Uh, pretty big announcement there about a week and a half ago uh, with a new sponsor we have on board. Uh, how's this going to work, and what's it replacing? I guess in the last year, we've been looking for a, a tour sponsor to replace Wrangler, obviously. And, uh, you know, I don't think anything's done with Wrangler. I, I think, uh, you know, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, the board said, hey, like, we need to find somebody to be the marquee sponsor for the tour. And so Marlene Wagelstein, is, uh, who organizes most of our sponsorship, uh, found a deal with Finning. So we're really excited about that and, and all that it means. Well, and it's great when you can integrate new uh, new businesses and new business cultures into rodeo. I mean, for a long time, I, I don't think I'm surprising anyone when I say we were fairly reliant on the, uh, I would say, the agriculture and the energy sector. And, uh, well, we know both of those aren't going to sustain a high value all the time. So it's great we could bring someone else in. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, they're very enthusiastic and they're, you know, they're obviously a, an enormous player in, in central Alberta. They're you know, but they have, you know, geographic reach all over Western Canada. So I think spent quite a bit of time talking about, you know, what do they need from this and what do we need from it? And I, you know, I think we came to a, a reasonable compromise. So it's, uh, it's, it's good. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, like I said, uh, with everything that's new, we got to have a little patience with it and see if we can't, uh, can't build this partnership for the long well, time. Exactly. And we talk about new. I mean, it's not new, but it's going to be new. We're moving to Red Deer with the Canadian Finals Rodeo. Uh, you know, I had the chance to catch up with Brett Gardner a little bit earlier, and he says the energy through central Alberta is kind of, it is new, and there's a lot of new people talking about how they'd like to go to the CFR now. Are you, you know, where are we at CFR-wise, uh, excitement-wise, sponsorship? How's how's everything coming together? I think in terms of, you know, the parts of this equation that we control, you know, we're very excited with our partners in Red Deer. Um, obviously, you know, the change Chamber of Commerce and Westerner Park have been fantastic partners so far. I think it's been a bit eye-opening for all of us in terms of, you know, just, you know, how big of an endeavor this really is and uh, how much work goes into it and, and the planning and, and everything that goes along. So we've been meeting every few weeks and, 
you know, just trying to uh, think of all the things that we, we may or may not have forgotten and, uh, you know, try and create a, some new buzz. And, you know, I think you said it best that uh, this is an opportunity to uh, to reset a little bit and and uh, try something new and, and hopefully give the fans maybe a slightly different experience than they've had. We move into CFR. We've, you know, talked about the new sponsors. Is there anything, you know, any new buzz, anything new going on at the CPRA or, you know, within Canadian Professional Rodeo that, uh, you know, maybe you'd like to let people in on? Or is it uh, status quo and we're just grinding ahead? You know, we're, we're 11, 11 uh, rodeos into the season, if you include Regina from late last fall. And, you know, things seem to be moving along pretty good. Yeah, I think they are. I think uh, everybody feels like the attendance is good. The competition's been strong. I think the, you know, in terms of you know new business and new direction, you know, we're we're busy working on a bunch of things. You know, obviously we're busy working on a, uh, you know, kind of a big media uh, deal that you know I can't say too much about yet, but uh, you know, pretty excited about. And um, we're also working on, you know, this is the last year of our sanctioning agreement with the PRCA, so we're working on a, a new agreement with them that has some new twists and curves to it, which I think Cowboys and Cowgirls will appreciate. At least I would if I was still competing. And so, you know, I think uh, all in all, uh, you know, a harder, harder rodeo is still very much, uh, you know, initiative we started with Northlands and we're carrying on with Red Deer in terms of giving money back to the community. So between, you know, finning, harder rodeo, and possibly a new media deal. I think, uh, you know, the communities have something to look forward to in terms of getting some money back in their jeans and how do we continue to grow the sport. Well, no, and that's it. And you talk a little bit about the Harder Rodeo. You've touched on it. Uh, can you maybe expand on that and let people know? You know, I have a pretty good idea of how it works, but maybe you could give us a, a little quick expanded view of how that looks for all the communities. Yeah, so um, a couple of years ago, we signed a new extension in Northlands. One of the ideas that uh, Tim Reed and I came up with was uh, how do we how do we create a long-term marketing strategy for the Canadian finals? And, you know, we coined that the heart of rodeo. So, you know, we, there was a, a couple hundred thousand dollar uh, initiative that, that really was to drive a couple things. One was to uh, to take a, a piece of that money and, and help the grassroots rodeo finals continue to be vibrant. And the remaining of that money to go out to all the communities that host rodeos. And so, you know, each community in itself gets, you know, around that $3,000, which doesn't sound like a lot. But um, as you, you know, continue to return money back to some of the smaller communities, every dollar helps. And and uh, that's really been a big initiative. So, And it's been kind of my whole mantra with our board this year is, is since they started in February, which is how do we, everything we do, we need to, get paid for and how do we continue to return money back to the community so they can grow their rodeos well no one that's it and it is a great initiative because we do see some of our i would say our larger rodeos uh thrive and keep doing well and sometimes we have some speed bumps along the way with our smaller rodeos so it'll be great uh going into a big weekend i guess you know the first big weekend of the cpra schedule with four events is this something you as a general manager are you attending many rodeos or are you just taking care of the business end of things or can people catch up with you along the road somewhere yeah so uh, you know one of the big celebrations this weekend is leduc uh, black gold rodeo um, i attended a 50th anniversary supper celebration for them a couple of weeks ago so you know that was you know, a great celebration, and uh, we spend a lot of time at that dinner uh, with their sponsors and community people talking, you know, obviously politicians, mayors, all that sort of thing, talking about, 
you know, the future of rodeo and what does that mean and are we sustainable and are they going to be sustainable? And I, I think that that was, uh, for me, I learned something about their community and, and I think they learned something about us and, and what we're really trying to promote. So I think it was, uh, it was a win-win. Well, and it is. Anytime you can create a little bit of clarity and transparency with any of your rodeo communities, I think it's, uh, you know, it brings them a little closer into the game. Time to switch gears just a little. Everyone knows it's Monday night. This is when I put this together. We are in between the first and second period. I need the Jeff Robson prediction on tonight's game. I'm not going to hold you to the whole Stanley Cup final. That would just be wrong. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I guess uh, I'd like to see Vegas win, so that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I hope to catch up with you a couple more times throughout the summer, Jeff, and just see how we're doing leading into the CFR, so... Hopefully we can catch up a few more times and, uh, you know, we'll have to see how things go tonight in the first Stanley Cup playoff game of the the year. Yeah, happy to do it, Mike. Well, thanks for that, Jeff. And, of course, all that brought to you by our friends at Highwood Distillers. From their distillery in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, they create a complete family of fine spirits, premixes, and liqueurs. For any occasion, make sure to visit them at highwood-distillers.com. Of course, I said we'd catch up on the standings, but I want to jump back to what Jeff had to say there. Big new sponsors coming on. Great things going on in Red Deer when we talk about the Canadian Finals Rodeo. Great things going on with all of our committees. This, you know, the program, giving back to a little bit of everyone. So I think it's going to be a very successful year this year in Canadian Professional Rodeo. Well, let's take you to the standings, and we're going to start things off in our rough stock standings, all brought to you by our friends at Tractorland. Whether you're looking for something for your lawn and acreage, your agriculture or farming, utility vehicles, your needs, or construction and forestry, Tractorland has it all. Visit them at one of two locations in southern Alberta, either Balzac or High River. They are your Kubota specialist. Make sure you check them out at tractorland.ca. Well, it's time to get to the rough stock standings, and it looks like this. In the saddle bronc riding, it's the reigning Canadian champion, Leighton Green. He's on top of things with Nans Clay Elliott right behind him. Tyrell Larson in third. Dawson Hay, the rookie, the next generation of Hay in fourth. Sam Kelts in fifth. Lane Watt, Jim Barry, Kalmar, Dusty Hossauer, and Kirk Thompson are your top ten saddle bronc riders right now. In the bareback riding, it's Ty Tapatat. The Regina, Saskatchewan man is in the lead with the all-round champ from Bowdoin in Kai Marshall sits in second. The Canadian champion from last year in Edmonton, Seth Hardwick. The Wyoming Cowboy, he sits in third. Clint Lay in fourth. Danton Birch in fifth. Then it goes Pascal Isabel, Oren Larson, Jake Stemmel, Caleb Bennett, and Michael Solberg. So there's a lot of names that you see on that list that are pretty good and a lot of names that still haven't made it into the top ten. So a weekend like this where we have four big rodeos, it's going to be pretty exciting to see what happens as everything turns out after there. Let's go to the bull riding where, you know what, I wouldn't expect anyone else to be on top of things than Zane Lambert. He has a not an insurmountable lead by any stretch at this point of the game, but with just over $12,000 in the bank account, he's doing pretty well. Jared Parsonage in second. Lonnie West in third. Wacy Finkbeiner is in fourth. Garrett Green, who got off to such a great start this year, he sits in fifth. Marcus Gloria, Tyler Pankowitz, Luke G., Brock Radford, and Kyle Brown are your top ten right now in the bull riding. Well, let's take you to the timed event end of things, where all of our timed event 
standings are brought to you by our friends at Airdrie Fencing. At Airdrie Fencing, they have facilitated both the commercial and residential industries, no matter what your needs might be. Their experienced team strives for great quality results. If you're looking for wood rail, barbed wire, chain link, aluminum panel, or you want pipe and steel gates, they're there for you. Visit them at airdriefencing.com. And I seen just something on their Facebook page. I think it was yesterday or today. They've just finished a great a great wood rail fence, so make sure you check that out. And if you're looking for some fencing, do yourself a favor and visit them. Well, we're going to start you out in the tie-down roping where it's the former high point champion of Canada in Morgan Grant from Didsbury. He sits on top of things there. Jesse Popesco in second. Roosevelt, Utah's Ren Richard in third. Murray Pohl in fourth. Scott Meeks in fifth. Then we go to Eric DeBlanco, Josh Erickson, Mark Nugent, Kyle Lucas, and Mike Johnson. A couple names in there that, you know, are maybe taking a run at it this year. I look at Mark Nugent, someone who hasn't rodeoed his heart in the past couple of years, but you see him at quite a few. Kyle Lucas, who is making his first trip to this year's Calgary Stampede, and Mike Johnson, I do believe that man is ageless. I, if I'm correct, it's 23 times to the National Finals Rodeo in the tie-down roping, so it's good to see him on top of things. Let's head to the steer wrestling where it looks like this. Once again, it's Morgan Grant in first place, and he's someone that's taking a run at that high-point title this early in the year. Travis Rie, the former all-round champion Canada, sits second. Matt Richardson, who we've seen had a lot of success early this year in third. Stephen Culling, his traveling partner in fourth. Lane Delamont in fifth. Then we go to Lucas Parker, Luke G, Tanner Milan, Scott Gunthner, who had a great NFR last year, and Straws Milan. They're your top ten in the steer wrestling. Of course, the ladies of the barrel racing, we never want to leave them out. And it's Diane Scotopole, about a $5,000 lead on everyone else. She sits at about $9,416. Right behind her, it's Kylie Whiteside, then Bailey Switzer, Carmen Pazabon, Callahan Crosley, Riley Shields, Brett Wills, Kirsty White, Judy Veer, and Kendra Eady. So some new names in there, but I get the feeling we're going to see a lot of things change after a weekend like we're, we're going to have here. Four events, that can change a lot. A lot of money's up for grabs when you look at that. On the heading side of things, well, it's Jesse Popesco. Once again, Justin McCarroll. Brady Tryon, Brett Buss, Grady Quam, Roland McFadden, the former Canadian champion, along with Tufton McLeod, Logan Spady, Levi Simpson, and Clay Ewery. The healers, well, it's Brett McCarroll, Kevin Schreiner, Tristan Woolsey, Tyrell Flewelling, Rocky Dallin, Wyatt Erickson, Devin Wigmeyer, Trent Tuntke, and Kelly Bueller, along with Dustin Bird. So a lot of familiar names in there right now. Let's see how things shape up this weekend. It's going to be a bunch of fun if you have... You know, a little bit of spare time, make your way out to Hand Hills, come say hi. It's the 102nd year at the Hand Hills Pro Rodeo, and they have a bunch of fun out there. And Did I mention the pie? Yeah, I did. I know I did. It's going to be a bunch of fun. Make sure you tune in next week, because I'd like to thank our friends at Limelight Audio and Media for producing all this. Until then, friends, do me a favor, give your kids a hug, God bless, and drive safe. Thanks for joining us on the Mike LaBelle Rodeo Podcast. You can follow Mike on his social media at Rodeo Rapper.